111 to 97, the final score. Jazz over the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers now 35 and 23 on the season. Utah sitting at 43 and 15, best record in the Western Conference. Lakers slotted right at number five. We'll see if they can hold on there. Um, you know, there are a few storylines we could take away from this game. I mentioned Lakers at one point were down 25. Never had a lead in this game. Give Utah credit. You could tell Utah certainly had something in. One of those games where they thought, okay, we're going to play this Lakers team two games in a row. We didn't have Gobert. We didn't have Mike Conley. They were going to come out and play a little bit different, take care of the, take advantage of the shorthanded Lakers. Um, and, and I could sit here, I, I could talk about how you need more from Andre Drummond. You need more from your bench. Uh, THT had 24 points. Other than THT, you need more from your bench. Um, but the reality is, I think what I'm getting most uh, excited for on this uh, Lakers team or with this Lakers team in this roster right now is hopefully these role players can go back to being role players. And hopefully that, that day is coming soon. Um, Anthony Davis could be back as soon as Thursday. Maybe he's, maybe it's Saturday um, and, and Lakers take on the Mavs and we know where Dallas is in the NBA standings. We know how key those two games are. Dallas, um, Luckily for the Lakers, a four-game cushion now, three in the loss column against the Dallas Mavericks. Don't want to fall into that seventh spot. If it happens, it happens. But I think the Lakers went through the toughest part of the schedule. So when I say I want those role players to go back to being role players, they've stepped up. They've done everything they can for the Lakers. No LeBron James, no Anthony Davis. LBJ's been out since March 20th. Anthony Davis been out since February 14th. So uh, you're asking guys every single night, to step up their game, not for a game or two, um, for a big part of the season. And I, I say that because guys like Andre Drummond, guys like Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Harrell, KCP, all of them will be more effective when LeBron and AD come back when it becomes normal for them to be the role players that they were set up to be on this Lakers team. And nobody's made any excuses, which has been a great thing. And, you know, Coach certainly hasn't made excuses throughout the process of um, you know, without the Lakers stars, but I think to be sitting at 35 and 23 right now, okay, you split these two against the the Utah Jazz. Lakers have pretty much the entire month won one, lost one, won one, lost one, and that's how it's gone. And if you're walking away from April with an above 500 record under the circumstances, with the schedule that the Lakers had, it's a good month. Um, and that's the position that the Lakers are sitting in right now. Before we go to Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Uh, a couple things. Real quick, um, 111.97, the final score. If you want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show, 877-710-ESPN. Quick shout-out and a thank you to Coors Seltzer. You can now stream this show on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook Live. That's what we're doing right now, so we appreciate their partnership. Coors Seltzer makes volunteering easy because each 12-pack helps restore 500 gallons of river water, drink a Coors, Coors Hard Seltzer, and help save a river. Celebrate responsibly. Uh, so uh, on, obviously, 710 ESPN, but also on uh, our streaming services as well. Uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, let's get his thoughts. Lakers lose 111-97 to to the Utah Jazz. Uh, here's coach's thoughts on the Lakers' loss. Hey, Frank, you said before the game how different you expected this one to be from Saturdays, just with Gobert and favorite back returning to their style of play. How, how did you feel like you responded tonight? Uh, pretty poorly. Uh, you know, we had a poor performance, um, you know, particularly on the offensive end, you know, but uh, but defensively not not great or not good enough either. And, um, you know, it's just one of those games we played really well the other night, um, you know, in a, in a difficult situation, not knowing who's going to be in the lineup and whatnot. And, um, you know, didn't play as well tonight. 
Frank, with the way Utah plays uh, offensively, how much do you adjust your typical defensive principles, if at all, uh, to kind of account for their shooting plus the hard rolls to the rim? And, and how did you see that play out tonight, even though you just explained it, but just wondering how the principles are supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we still have, you know, we still stay within our, our scheme. Um, you know, certain players we want to do certain things on. And, um, you know, these guys are as good as anybody in the, anyone in the league with, uh, with the redrive offense, you know. Um, they're patient. They look for, for great shots at the rim or great shots at the perimeter. If they don't have it, uh, they work the possession until they get it. And, um, you know, that's why their uh, their record is what it is. And, um, you know, obviously we weren't good enough tonight. Dave? Frank, Andre had one of maybe his strongest performance as a Laker the other night with no Gobert in there. How do you feel like Gobert affected uh, his personal performance tonight? Well, you know, Gobert is a difference maker. He's one of the best defensive players in, in the league. Um, you know, but I still thought Drum had some really good looks inside. I thought he used his power uh, effectively a, a, against him, just miss, misses some shots that he didn't normally makes. Um, you know, but, you know, Rudy Gobert is a, a difference maker for these guys. Dan? Frank, we're watching Montrez right now on the court get extra work. Um he, he hasn't really been in a great rhythm to our eyes, at least, or to my eyes in the, in, the, in the last seven or eight games. Is there anything you're seeing with him, and is there anything you guys can do to try to get um, his bench production back up? Yeah, we're evolving, you know, as, as a team, and we're working new guys in, and the you know, roles are changing slightly. Um, you know, we want to continue to, to make sure, you know, Trez is, is getting the ball in positions to score. Um, where he's at his best, he's had some good performances. Uh, tonight, you know, our, our ball handlers didn't, uh, didn't deliver the ball to him, you know, in a position where he can make something happen. You know, uh, credit Utah's defense uh, for the way they were playing. And, you know, they really took our, our pick and roll uh, game uh, out of the game tonight, you know, and, uh, you know, that's what limited trust. And just a quick follow-up, um, how is Schroeder? It seemed like there was a play where he went down. I mean, it feels like every game it's something new with him um, where he's grabbing his at his back. He was able to stay in the game, obviously, but I was just curious if, if, if you heard anything on him. Yeah, the training staff did not report anything. He, he played through it, and um, yeah, he's good to go. Well, Frank, I know uh, Mark is dealing with the hamstring, but were that not the case, uh, is this is this a matchup where you would see using him, using some, using him some? Yeah, I do think Mark could have a, a an impact um, in a matchup like this. Yes, Kyle. Hey, Frank, uh, I know we were talking a little bit about it in relation to AD, but, you know, it's two days off in this season are so rare. How do you plan on using those days? Um, is it rest? Is it practice? Where, where are you at with that? Yeah, our guys are pretty worn down, and, you know, we, we typically take a two-day stretch throughout any point of the season and be off on the first day and practice the second day, and that's what we're going to hear. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Uh, a couple things that he hit on. We could get back, uh, get at this after the break. But one of the things he talked about, uh, just the poor performance on offense. Felt like the team, obviously, the way they played on Saturday, much different than they played in uh, in tonight's game. And and we know the reasons for that. Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley, uh, such key pieces to this Utah Jazz team. You know, when once they were going to get those players back, you're going to have to play damn near perfect basketball if you're going to beat the Jazz. Um, I know we got a couple uh, calls on hold. Let's do this. We come back. We'll take your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. Coach talked about Andre Drummond and uh, uh, 
very, I guess you could say, um, talked about his performance, um, the difference between Andre Drummond when Rudy Gobert comes back. Of course, of course, that had an impact on tonight's game. But I, I want to spend a little time on Andre Drummond because, you know, I, I, I saw some stuff today where you, you kind of try to throw the ball down to him a couple times. You want him to kind of set up the offense in a couple occasions where you could throw it down to him and kind of flow things through him. That's obviously not going to be his strength. And that's why when Andre Drummond is playing with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, the game is going to be so incredibly easy for him because the Lakers are not going to ask him to do that. And frankly, those are not his strengths. So we'll talk about that coming up next. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Pizza Lakers Lakers game show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Clarkson moving right. Picks up his dribble. Got it to O'Neal. Threw it away. O'Neal stolen by KCP. Down the middle to Kuzma. Right side Caruso for three. Good. Back-to-back threes by the Lakers, and it's a five-point game. 20-15 to 15, Utah. Jazz over the Lakers, 111-97. The final score, the defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. Um, I I mentioned, and I want to get into Andre Drummond here in just a second. We'll get a chance to hear from Andre Drummond on the Lakers' loss, but... You know, it's something I noticed in the game, and this isn't – I really don't think this is, uh, you know, earth-shattering or news-breaking or something along those lines, but when you throw the ball into Andre Drummond, and I just look at his skill set, and Michael and I talked a little bit about this in the pregame show, that where Andre Drummond is going to excel, it's not when the stars are not there and you have to throw it down to him. I'm not saying he's – you know, his, his offensive skill set is – there's strengths that he has. I definitely don't think one of those strengths are going to be um, him going up against Gobert one-on-one. Now, he's a he's a bully ball type of guy. He's a power type of player. But when LeBron and Anthony Davis aren't in the lineup, it's obviously going to be completely different when he gets the ball thrown down, uh, down low into him. What will be exciting and why I thought in that buyout market Andre Drummond was going to be so key, you, you can't double him. That attention's got to go to Anthony Davis because his skill set down low is – Uh, arguably the best big man in the NBA when it comes to the full package. Um, LeBron can go screen and roll with him and throw some of those lobs that actually had a couple Lakers trying to throw lobs to him earlier today. I think THT threw one up to him. Uh, KCP threw one up to him. So when you look at Andre Drummond's stat line in a game like this tonight against the Jazz, uh, it's obviously easy to say, well, Drummond's got to deliver more. Eight points, eight rebounds, three of 12 from the field. The beauty with Drummond is once those two players come back, he'll be the third, fourth, fifth option sometimes, and he'll get you 12 and 12 a night simply because there's attention on other players. Here's Andre Drummond on uh, the Lakers' loss to the Jazz. Hey, Andre, I expected a bit of a difference in in terms of just Obear and Favors back and clogging up the paint. How did you guys see that play out, and and, uh, how did you think you responded? 
Uh, you know, I think we started off really slow this game. Uh, probably just a little bit of heavy legs from the last game being the OT. Uh, and those guys coming in fresh, so they had a lot of energy. Um, I think for us personally, I think we can't allow ourselves to start like that because it's hard to fight back with games like that. Yeah, what did you think uh, as the as you try to make comeback attempts throughout, Andre? What were the what were the differences in what you guys were trying to get done offensively? Right? This one, as we just talked about the defense. Uh, shots just weren't falling for us. You know, uh, the shots we normally make, you know, they were just rimming in and out. You know, myself especially, shots that I normally make were just, you know, going in and out of the hoop and, you know, just killing some mistakes and turnovers too down the stretch of the game that allowed them to, you know, start clicking all cylinders on both ends of the court. Kyle? Hey, Andre. Um, what's up? Um, just wondering when you're going through a game like this and you know there are obviously LeBron and AD are kind of waiting to, to potentially be in that matchup later this year. Are you already kind of thinking about what that would look like? What might be different if you see these guys again in the postseason? Honestly, I think for me personally, I'm just worried about the guys that are playing right now. Obviously, yes, I'm looking forward to playing with those two guys and they come back healthy. Uh, but the only thing I can control right now is the guys that step on the floor as of right now. And they're doing a hell of a job of holding the floor down so they come back. Uh, you know, despite the game tonight, I think we're we're doing a hell of a job of playing well together. Dave? Andre, you're coming off probably your strongest performance as a Laker the other night uh, against a Jazz team that didn't have Gobert. How did his presence uh, affect your performance tonight? It didn't. I missed shots. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. I mean, obviously, he's a great player, and he, he's a great defensive player as well, too, and he's able to alter people's shots, including mine. Um, you know, his presence in the paint is always felt, but, you know, that doesn't stop me from trying to take it to him each and every time. Bill? Andre, how different do you think um, – or what kind of matchup do you think you and AD as kind of a tandem would, would present to, against Gobert in a playoff series? You know what? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm looking forward to being on the same court as him. I've uh, played with AD for many years, you know, with USA Basketball, so – the experience is there. I'm looking forward to being back on the court with him again. Uh, I think he should be back very soon. So very excited to, you know, start that bond together on the court. Dan? Andre, what's it been like joining this team and, and having to play a certain style, but it also kind of in the back of your mind knowing that, you know, everything's going to be really different too at a certain point. Um, you know, like you said, once, once AD's back, once LeBron's after that. Um, what's that been like, and, and are you going to have to get used to something all over again once those guys come back? I'm still to hear. I think I think I think I heard him know. Uh, to to answer your question, um, definitely my role here is a lot different than previous teams I've been on. You know, me being on Cleveland and Detroit, you know, they look for me to you know be the the main guy to score points and do all the other intangible things. And while I'm here, you know, I'm, I'm here to just make this team you know, good on both ends of the court, you know, whatever they need me to do, I'm trying to get the job done. Uh, I'm adjusting very well, you know, it's taking some time, but I'm figuring it out day in and day out. Uh, defensively, you know, we're starting to get it together. Uh, offensively, I'm starting to find the shots that I normally take. Uh, now it's just getting my legs under me. You know, I've been out for the past month and a half, so it's trying to get the that game, that game legs together. So a few more games, I'll be fine. You know, AD and LeBron coming back soon, and just that chemistry will start to build up more. This is uh, going to continue to be the conversation with the Lakers, and it's. Uh, I don't think we can go a post-game interview, whether it's 
reporters asking coach, or it's just brought up naturally, whatever the case is, LeBron and AD. Okay, well, when they come back, and I thought Drummond said something interesting there. You know, Drummond hadn't played since February 12th before the buyout market commits to the Lakers, then played, I think it was 12 minutes in that first game, 14 minutes in that first game against the Bucks, and then he was out. So we forget that Drummond's kind of starting to try to get back into some kind of a rhythm as well. And I think for where we are as far as this point of the season, so LeBron Anthony Davis, let's let's say that by May 1st or maybe a week into May 1st, everybody's back, everybody's healthy. You got nine games in May before the playoffs start. You're trying to avoid that play-in tournament, um, even though I've heard some people say it might not be a bad thing just to get an extra game in together. But let, let's say the Lakers obviously avoid it. They got a good good lead right now on the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Lakers in fifth place. Um, this is going to be, uh, I, I think, a critical 30 days for the Lakers. And I say that before the playoffs even start, just so they can all – um, feel good. Okay, timing is right. This player, his conditioning is ready for the postseason, and and that's really where the Lakers are at this point. One eleven to ninety seven, the final score. Kuzma had a nice game tonight. Kuzma ended up with um, seventeen points, shot eight of thirteen from the field. Um, what I'm referring to there, offensively, he had a nice night, very efficient night. Let's hear from Kuz when we get when we uh, come back. We appreciate you guys tuning in. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers post game show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details 111 97 the final score jazz over the lakers 43 and 15 on the season lakers 35 and 23 points in the paint all season long is sponsored by vista paint right now local residents can take 40 percent off on factory direct high quality vista paint products a vista paint team member will show you how Locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956, Vista Paint. Uh, Jazz win the game. They win the points in the paint battle, 52-36. to 36. Let me grab a, grab a quick call here. Scooter in uh, L.A. Scooter, what's going on? Thank you for calling in. Hey, Alan, how you doing? Good, man. Appreciate you uh, being a part of the show. What would you think tonight? Um, well, we, we got a split, man. That's the best we can expect. You know, I, I, you know, we didn't think we were going out there and beat them twice. But the thing is... Uh, we got to get Dallas. The next two games are going to be kind of critical for the Lakers because uh, if they can win both of those games, they can put some space between them and and, and, uh, and Dallas mm-hmm. and work on trying to catch Denver because Denver, you know, with Murray being out, they might be able to catch them and get the fourth seed and get the home field home court advantage from the playoffs. Uh, Scooter, appreciate you calling in. I'm with you on the split, right? That That's the... I think that's the key there. I mean, honestly, you walk away against a Utah Jazz. They win one, you win one. You feel good about that. That's not – the world's not going to end. Um, I think you actually feel good about that predicament, that situation. But I thought Scooter said something interesting. You know, going into the series against Dallas, expectations are going to change once, obviously, Anthony Davis comes back. But what I will say is looking at that Western Conference right now, um, the Denver Nuggets not really losing much ground. They have a a two-and-a-half game lead on the Lakers, so, of course, what are their chances going to be now without Jamal Murray? Um, It's They were, in my opinion, they had a chance to come out of the West. 
Um, they had a chance to face the Lakers, let's say, as an example, um, and put a have a have a strong series against the Lakers. Well, that's not going to happen anymore with Jamal Murray out. So this series co- coming up against the Dallas Mavericks, yes, it's a it's a key series. This might be another one. You split these next two games against the Dallas Mavericks, you already have a four game cushion on them. LeBron and Anthony Davis are on their way back over, you know, hopefully AD within the next couple of days. LeBron hopefully within the next week or two. So I don't worry too much about the standings, but if you you know had an ideal situation, yeah, it'd be nice. You get in that fourth slot, you get home court in the first round, uh, but now you have some work to you know obviously make up here with the way Denver's been playing. Um, Kuzma, I mentioned eight of thirteen from the field, seventeen points. Kuzma's thoughts on the Lakers' loss to the Jazz. Kyle, uh, the game kind of got away from you guys. It looked like that third quarter they started hitting a bunch of their threes kind of started doing the stuff that Utah has been doing the whole season. What did you see about their offense and what was kind of the undoing for you guys in that second half? Um, I think we, uh, I don't know, I think we kind of gave in a little bit, you know, I think on the offensive end, Josh really did fall a little bit and uh, a couple of bad possessions just led to a lack of effort on the defensive end a little bit. Um, guys getting open threes, uh, Rudy getting a couple of dunks. Guys getting downhill a little bit easier. Uh, we tried to go to a zone, and it uh, gave. We had a little success with the zone, uh, but it just wasn't enough. They still hit threes, had great execution uh, while we went zone, and uh, didn't really go too well for us. Kyle, if this is indeed your last game without uh, Anthony Davis, what can he bring to you guys? If indeed he does play Thursday or even Saturday, has better play. It's been about two, three months, so uh, hopefully he's ready to go. Obviously, uh, we miss him a lot out there, and having him him out there is going to be really good for us because I think it allows um, certain guys, you know, know, fall in line a little bit more, you know, as a a whole. You know, we can all get back to a little bit of a role and, you know, play around him a little bit. Obviously, he's going to get his feet back wet, but it's going to allow us to you know, look a little better, I think. So, Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. All right, let's go to Dan. Hey, Kuz, sorry about that. I had to tweet out another just terrific quote. Thank you. Um, the uh, you, you guys haven't played Utah with your full complement of players yet. Um, obviously, they're missing Donovan these last two games. Do, do you have any sense or feel for for what it might be like if you if you see these guys down the road? Um, I mean, you know, they're they're a great ball club. Um, you know, they're a team that they do an excellent job of just playing together, playing with a sense of togetherness on on both sides of the floor. You know, um, they they try to take away the three and funnel everything to Rudy down low, which is. Um, you know, a pretty good defensive scheme. And then um, on top of that, offensively, offensively, they do a great job of ball movement and, you know, just driving kick basketball. It makes it tough to guard. Um, you know, obviously we haven't had our whole team and, you know, things look a little bit different out there when AD slides to that five. So, um, you know, you know, we've had success uh, last year um, going back with those guys when we were healthy, but, um you know, it's a different year, so we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll meet up with them. 
you know, in the future. Algun? Hey, Kuz. You've alluded to it enough about what the matchups would, would look like or what the team would look like with AD. Um, you know, how much of the closing minutes of a game like this are, are you thinking maybe on the bench, like, man, when we get AD and LeBron back, it's going to look like this. Are, are you, are there games now where you're allowing yourself to, to think about what that kind of looks like when you're healthy? Yeah. I mean, I, I always kind of look at the game, um, you know, after that championship run, I kind of always look at the game from a, a playoff mentality standpoint, um, how matchups work, how, how lineups work. Uh, and it's going to be a little bit different. You know, we don't really know what a closing lineup is for us this year at all. You know, obviously, you know, it's going to be, you know, usually AD and Braun and then just, you know, whoever's really hot, whoever's shooting, whoever's defending, uh, you know, three guards, whatever. So, um, you know, it's hard to really look at that now, but, you know, we kind of know the formula, you know, what we want to get to with a, a healthy closing lineup. But, um, you know, that's, that remains to be seen so far this year with, you know, not a lot of playing time and really cohesiveness and, um, you know, a consistent closing lineup, even when those guys were healthy, you know, we, we shuffled in and out uh, testing things. So. Yeah. That, that's pretty interesting. So is that something that concerns you at all or is it something that you guys have spoken about in the locker room, the, the closing lineup aspect? And where's, I mean, is there some recognition that there's only going to be a short amount of regular season games to continue to test it before, you know, the games really, really matter? Yeah, you know, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what we do. You know, I think uh, from the standpoint of not having Brian and AD out there for extended time, um, obviously we've had a, you know, a little bit of a, a closing lineup we've had during this stretch, but, you know, that all really goes out the window when those two guys are back and healthy. So, um, you know, it's going to be some tough decisions. It's going to be, going to be people that's, you know, that's playing well right now, playing a lot of minutes that, you know, those minutes get shifted, you know, just, just from the dynamic of, you know, having those two great players out there. So, um, you know, you know, the best thing I can say is, you know, it's all about at the end of the day, <clears throat> getting to the playoffs and, and, and sacrifice, you know, um, you know, that's just how you win championships. Um, and that's how you make things work, you know, especially playing with these great players. So, uh, yeah, you know, it'd be interesting. And last question, please. Let's go to Bill. Hey Kyle, kind of, kind of along those lines, but you know, 14 games left now. Um, we don't know when you will have, you know, LeBron and AD at full strength again. Is, is there any concern on on your part or within the locker room that that, that just isn't going to be enough time to get everything clicking the way you would want it to be going into um, the postseason and, and to defend a championship? Um, no, not really. You know, I think uh, last year we had eight games to figure it out and won a championship. So, you know, speaking of the bubble, but, uh, you know, if, you know, I don't really think that there's uh, too many concerns. I think if there was one is, you know, um, guys learning how to play with AD more, um, you know, understanding his game and where he likes his spots and uh, where to be on the court when, when he has the ball. You know, that, that's something that is going to be huge for us because this year we haven't really had to, um, you know, really deal with that too much with him, you know, missing so many games. But, 
Um, you know, I, I think that's just the biggest thing, guys learning how to play with uh, Anthony Davis out there because, you know, Brian's easy. It's easy to play with him. You know, uh, he makes the game easier for everyone, uh, you know, floor general. And, you know, don't really have to speak too much on that. You know, we all know how it is to play with him. But, um, you know, learning how to play with AD, you know, it's so different. And we all have to figure it out and buy in and sacrifice and, um, you know, get the job done eventually when uh, time comes. So. All right, that's uh, Kyle Kuzma right there. Lakers lose to the Utah Jazz 111-97. to When we come back, let's start previewing the Lakers and the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, plus, we'll get a chance to hear from KCP. Uh, KCP in tonight's game ended up with 15 points. Him and Dennis Schroeder both with 15 each. Um, KCP coming up next. If you want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show, 877-710-ESPN. This is uh, the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710. Next up for the Lakers, the Dallas Mavericks. So that game's on Thursday. Doesn't happen too often where Lakers get a, a couple nights off. They'll have um, tomorrow and Wednesday off, and then they'll come back against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, this will be a four-game road trip for the Lakers, and then they'll come back to Staples Center and try to take care of business uh, in the final game of the month of April. So a couple things here on this game with the Dallas Mavericks, and Dallas is – I don't really know how to assess the Mavericks here. Um, just when they start winning games and you think, okay, you know what? They're going to start taking control. Um, maybe they're going to fight for that battle for that sixth spot. Maybe they'll even have a chance at the fifth spot. Still sitting at seventh, 30 and 26. They've lost their last two games, um, lost to the Knicks at home. Okay. You could say, all right, the Knicks are a pretty good team. Knicks have been playing good basketball. They're obviously a playoff team, but then they lose yesterday to the Sacramento Kings. Kings had lost nine games in a row. And nobody's obviously talking about the Sacramento Kings. They're not playing good basketball. Sacramento is 23 and 34. So I really don't know how to assess the Dallas Mavericks. I see Dallas against big games or against good teams in big games coming through, making it a challenge. We saw Luka Doncic a couple games ago uh, hit that buzzer beater against the Memphis Grizzlies. And uh, I just don't know how to assess them. We know Luka's the man, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists a game. But it's all those other players, and maybe maybe we we gave the Dallas Mavericks too much credit. Maybe their stock was too high coming into the season, but they have not, in my opinion, lived up to expectations. I thought they'd be a top five seed in the West, maybe top six. Um, I know you could say, well, they're only in seventh, but they're also just a game back of Memphis for falling to the eighth spot. So there's no guarantee that they're going to stay in the uh, in the seventh spot. KCP on the Lakers, um, loss to the Utah Jazz, 111-97. Here's Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Hey, Kenny, you guys knew this was going to be a different game from Saturday uh, with the players that Utah had coming back. What was the difficult part in adjusting, especially early, uh, that you guys felt like you didn't do as you might typically? Uh, we didn't get stops when we needed them. Uh, I feel like they had a lot of clean, open threes, you know, uh, um, they had a scramble, scrambling that whole first uh, first half, uh, and that kind of like took us out of rhythm defensively. You know, uh, being in help situation a lot and not containing our man. Uh, I mean, I feel like that was throughout the whole game. What's the focus for you with a team like Utah, where you have help principles, but they have a lot of shooters on the perimeter that you have to kind of get out to? And how do you navigate that challenge? Um, I mean, we just got to, uh, we had to be a little more physical, 
uh, no two mans on it that's on the ball, no one that's guarding the ball, and then our big that comes up if Rudy comes up instead of pink. Uh, we got to try to handle that, you know, uh, with two on two, you know, and, and started uh, instead of being out of uh, in help rotation uh, when you know they got three point shooters around them like that. And then, what do you think the biggest key is to the rhythm that you found these uh, last several weeks, KCP? Um, just being aggressive. You know, um, I talked to coach. You know, we talk every day. You know, that's the one where he, he it's, it's consistent. You know, with our conversation, just be aggressive. Uh, also, you know, just shooting when I have the time to shoot when we do practice. Uh, you know, and just being ready, hunting shots uh, out there. You know, not not passing up too many. Just just trying to stay in a good uh, good rhythm. Bill. Hey, KCP. Um, there's 14 games left in the regular season, and you guys are hopefully getting AD back this week, but then LeBron at some point beyond that need to reintegrate them. They need to get comfortable with Drummond. Um, it just seems like a lot to do in, in a relatively short period of time. What's your guys' confidence level that, you know, you're going to be able to be where you need to be by the time the, the first round of the playoffs get here? Um. You know, our confidence is, 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 is high, you know. Um, we get Brown and AD back, you know, they, they two guys, you know, our best players on the team, you know, they, and they're great leaders. You know, Brown have been in uh, situations, you know, uh, where he had to overcome, you know, he, he knows what it takes, you know, how to prepare, you know, his team, you know, to be ready for that. Um, and I don't, I don't think it'll be, you know, as hard, you know, when them guys come back to try to get that chemistry going. Um, I feel like we just, you know, like we we always do just roll with the punches, you know, we just throw them in the lineup, you know, and we, we figure it out as we, as we go, you know. And like I said, uh, Brian and AD, you know, with them on the floor and, and they coming back, you know, it, it's not going to take that long to, you know, build that chemistry. If KCP, Kuz spoke to us and mentioned the fact that, hey, when you guys are fully healthy with this group, he doesn't know what the closing lineup looks like. Uh, do you have an idea of what it should look like? And is that a challenge for everybody involved, coaching staff, players, to figure out before the playoffs begin in the middle of next month? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a challenge. Um, I, I just feel like, you know, I don't, I don't know uh, what's the uh, – Closing lineup is gonna be when everybody is healthy, uh, but I feel like no matter who's in the in the lineup at, at the end of the game, you know, I feel like we're gonna close it out anyways with with the with the group coming back healthy. Uh, so I, I feel like you know just we just gotta be able, not worried about that. Uh, I, I feel like now nah, who who's in the game at that time, you know, uh, we right now we're trying to win games. You know, we're trying to stay out of their play. Uh, that play-in, playoff thing, wherever it is. Um, and we, we just trying to get another championship. Kyle? Hey, KCP. Another thing that Kuz brought up is that it's going to be a bit of a challenge, I guess he meant for the, for the newer guys to just get a rhythm with AD because AD has been in and out so much. Um, you know, do you see this opportunity before LeBron gets back? To, to help build that up and, and what is unique about AD's game that makes him a guy you have to adjust to? Um, I feel like oh, when AD's come back, I mean, either, either one that comes back, I feel like, you know, the adjustment is going to be, you know, kind of slow at first. Um, 
but I feel like we'll 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 adjust quickly. Um, you know, uh, you know, AD is a great passer out of the post. You know, he 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 looks for that. You know, uh, set screens. You know, to get to even get himself open or get the mismatch. You know, and that creates a uh, problem for the defense. You know, and then that's how you know that's when the team is in rotation. And then AD's finding shooters. You know, Braun is always, you know, uh, looking for the pass, and when he posts up, so it, it, it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be a little slow at first, uh, but I feel like everybody just just catch on quickly. I'll take a couple more, Dan. KCP, I have kind of a, a non-game related question for you. Um, earlier today, um, Nike announced that the Kobe Bryant's contract had expired with them and there's no, no real guarantee that you're going to see a, a Nike shoe with, with his name on it again, I guess. Um, you have worn Kobe's a lot in your career. Um, what was your What's your reaction to that? And I guess what are you going to do with the pairs you have now knowing that there, there might not be any more? Uh, first of all, I'm going to try to get every another a couple more pairs you know, before they they stop selling them or whatever, you know, Nike stop, you know, doing whatever. Uh, but I mean, the reaction that I had was uh, I was shocked. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that would happen. You know, uh, I think they would continue to make shoes. You know, uh, but I mean, I don't know anything behind that. That's uh, why I saw it, and I was just a little shocked. Last question, Amanda Scurlock. Um, hey, KCP. Um, talk to me about the development of Traylon Horton Tucker. Um, he's been getting like, he's scoring in the double digits um, throughout the month of April. Um, he's growing He's growing every day. I mean, the, the kid, he can score the ball. You know, uh, he's showing like a little bit like that he can defend. You know, uh, still got to get him. Uh, Get his motor up on the defensive end, you know, to stay with the game plan. But it's he's been he's been learning, you know, uh, and applying it to games every day. You know, when we have practice, you know, just talking to the veteran guys, you know, uh, he's he's like a sponge, and he he's really applying it to uh, his game, and we, we love it. You know, last year we threw him in the fire, and he he showed what he could do, and he's just continued to grow since then. All right, that's uh, KCP right there. Lakers lose to the Jazz, one eleven to ninety seven. So, a couple quick plugs here. Uh, tomorrow, uh, I will have Lakers talk seven to nine p.m. You guys can obviously tune in. Also, starting at five a.m., Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. So, we'll start all our uh, local coverage starting at five a.m. tomorrow. Uh, Lakers talk seven to nine p. Uh, quick thank you to Rebecca Womble, Laura Roma Lopez, and Jesse Lopez uh, here in our studios. For those who are listening on 710 ESPN or listening on our uh, all our streaming services, we greatly appreciate it. Our next broadcast, 5 p.m. Thursday in Dallas, will be the pregame show. 6.30 will be tip-off. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Alan Sliwa. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.